Welcome back. It's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Sloth Under the Sea with me. And we will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From, like, rub brats to, like, as told by Ginger, to Movie Monday, to True Creepy Things Tuesday, to whatever I feel like talking about, because this is my podcast, and I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old-fashioned podcast fun, and we'll try to stay as calm as we can, but let's get into it, and let's all have some fun listening, and you can also see me sometimes on YouTube doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. Okay, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon and with the ad coming up soon i know y'all might want to skip it but you should at least try to listen to some of it maybe it's important i hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast and i hope the ad and sponsor is a good one artichokey okay dokey artichokey ad break it's now Okay, today, the content could be a little more chore for audiences, so please, as someone before listening to this video, it's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults or for those who get permission 
a disclaimer. The first episode may contain conspiracy theories about disease, so spoiler could be mature. Please do not listen if you do not want to have any spoilers. I am reviewing different shows, movies, TV shows, so if you do not want to hear any spoilers, please exit now. And I hope you all enjoy this podcast. I'm ready. I'm excited to get going. Okie dokie, artichoke. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope you all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope you all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichoke. Okay, dokie, Artichoke. Ah, break it's now. I just want to say that true crime cases are something that I've been reading about. And I want to say that I don't mean any harm or disrespect or anything. And sometimes the cases can be really, really scary. But I try to do true crime and creepy things Tuesday. So this recording might be up twice. And I just want to say I don't mean any harm, disrespect, or any hurtfulness. I'm just giving you the facts of the cases and letting everyone know that this is what I found. This is a case people have been talking about. This is a case that people are thinking about. I have looked into a lot of cases and I don't want to just, I don't want anyone to feel disrespected. If I say their name wrong, you can try to correct me. I might try to be able to pronounce it right. I might not be able to due to my learning problem. But I just want to say that I don't mean any disrespect to anyone ever and I hope that you all understand that I'm just giving you the facts. And sometimes I may or may not give you my opinion. Or I could just tell you like, hey, this is my opinion based on what they are saying. Like not even a, I know this personally, but like more of a like a this is what people are leaning towards and do I agree or disagree but a lot of the time I don't really know so I'm gonna say like this could be my opinion but I really don't know them personally or know the case personally so it really is like this is what has been said so this is what the opinion of other people have been and I hope y'all understand that I don't mean any disrespect harm and I do not suggest you do any of this stuff that people have done And I hope that this stuff doesn't continue to happen. And I hope y'all enjoy the cases and I hope y'all learn from them, more importantly. And I hope you all understand better that, hey, this is what happens. Let's be careful. Let's learn from this. Let's learn from this. Let's try to get a new law in. Let's try to do this. Let's try to keep it from happening again. Okay. Okay, so as I didn't do yesterday, because it was just an awful day yesterday for me, 
film Cruella. Okay, this talks about the new one that just came out. From the 1960 animation classic Cruella was an animated by the legendary Mark, Mark, Mac, Mark Davis. As iconic as she may seem today, Davis was actually worried that the character was too cartoonish. Fellow animator Milton even joked that her feet were too big. At least we think he was joking. KAHL ended up being so impressed, however, that when he asked, however, that when he was tasked with animating Medea for Medusa for the rescue, he told Mark that he would blow your Cruella off the screen. Cruella is just her own personality altogether. Curiously, at one point early on, Cruella is intended to the villain in the rescuers, though the decision was eventually made to create a brand new villain. Actress Mary Wickets provided the live-action reference for Cruella. Wicked's Disney career would eventually come full circle as she provided the voice of Lavinier in the 1996 Hunchback of Notre Dame. Speaking of reference, animator Bruce W. Smith used Cruella as a reference when he created Dr. Facilier for The Princess on the Frog. Oh, that's cool. Cruella was voiced by Betty Long Gerson, who had also narrated the opening scene of Cinderella. She also made a small screen appearance in Mary Poppins, though her role was unscripted. To prepare for her role as Cruella, Garrison looked to actress T. Bankhead for inspiration. Bankhead, best known for her award-winning performance in Alfred Hitchcock's Lifeboat, was also the supposed inspiration for Arthur Duty Smith when she was creating the character of her book. The 101 Dalmatian, Garrison took her role to heart, so much so that the actress in the film found her quite intimidating. We all know that Carl has a mandrel love for fur, but what about jewelry? Well, she doesn't profess to have it loves for sparkly things in the film. In Duty Smith's original book, Carl loved both fur and diamonds. Did you ever notice that the ins or inside of Corella's giant mink coat is red? That was done intentionally to symbolize her demonic nature. Speaking of coats, did you ever wonder why Corella was so intended on turning the puppies into coats as opposed to full-grown, larger dogs? Although not addressed in the original animated film, the 1996 live-action remake starring Glenn Closely revealed that she wanted to make the puppies into coats at a young age because the fur wouldn't as 
thin, soft, and they fully grow up. Yep, she's pure evil. So just how rich was Cruella? Plenty rich, according to Barb's. Cruella is worth a cool $875 million. That's a lot for a coach. That was good enough to place 13 on Ferber's list. Though, well, shoot for Scrooge McDuck's fortune. Just how did Cruella get her iconic name? Obviously, the name is a part of the words cruel and devil, but it's also a nod to Burns, Smarker's Dracula in the 1897 Gothic horror novel that reality firm Michael's son and Kitty Ray flutters to Lord Gomlin, informing him that the purchase of a house in London is a nobleman, Court de Ville. When Cruella is portrayed as single in the Disney movie, in Duty Smith's book, she was married to a fern. She also had a cat in the book. So, if you're old enough, you could go to my adult channel next weekend and hear me talk about the book An Evil Thing, which is based on Cruella's childhood. There's a couple different things with Cruella DeVille. Here is the... Cruella is a 2021... 20, American crime film based on the character Corella Deville from Dodgy Smith. The plot? Estella is a creative child with a talent for fashion and a mere streak. Estella's mother, Catherine, decides to pull her from school to keep her record clean and move to London. On the way there, she stops at an upper-class party to ask for financial assistance. Despite being told to stay in the car, Estella sneaks into the party and ultimately attracts the attention of the host. Three functions Dalmatian. They chase her outside and push Catherine off a cliff balcony to her death. Orphan and blaming herself for Catherine's death, Estella runs away to London and befriends street urchins Jasper and Horace. Jasper decide to take her in a distinction, but Estella ultimately bonds with them. Destruction. Ten years later, Estella participates fever and does grips with Jasper and Horace, honoring her fashion skills by designing the disguises alongside their dog buddy and me. For her birthday, Jasper and Horace give her an Evie and Ed entry-level job at the Liberty department store. However, Estelle is made a janitor and defined the chance to use her talent. While Estelle drunkenly recreates a window display, the Burspinos Van... I'm not sure how to say this because this name is so hard. Every now, but authorized Pute counter designer is impressed with Estelle's work and offers her a covered job at the Burston Fashion House. Estella eagerly accepts and gains the Renaissance confidence. Although poor that her dis disguise are put on display, she eventually notices her boss wearing a necklace that once belonged to Catherine. When the Baroness, her name's Baroness, claims that the no, police had Fiercely stole it, Estella asked Jasper and Horace to help 
Herbert sheathed the necklace during the Baroness's upcoming black and white ball. To conceal her identity at the ball, Estella creates an alter ego for herself named Cruella and wears one of Baroness's old dress, old designs purchased from a vanity shop clothing store owner named Artie. Cruella steals the spotlight at the ball, buying just one horse enough time to break into the Baroness's high security vault only to realize that the Baroness is already wearing a necklace. Jasper straying from the original plan disguises himself as a waiter and releases rats into the party. As panic ensues, Estella manages to swipe the necklace. Noticing her neck, his bliss has been stolen, the Baroness summons her salvation with a dog whistle, causing Estella to realize that the Baroness is ultimately responsible for Catherine's death. In the ensuing chaos, one of the Baroness's Dalmatians swallows the necklace. Seeking revenge and to retrieve the necklace, Estella orders Jasper and Harris to kidnap the Baroness's Dalmatian. Crowa outraged the Baroness by appearing at events and gatherings in extravagant fashion, gaining notoriety via Estella's childhood friend and calmness Anita Darling. Anita Darling. Corella, highlight and arranged behavior increasingly discomfort Jasper as well as the Baroness. Estella designed the signature piece of the Baroness's growing collection show and stage a robbery in the fashion house, which pushes the Baroness to block up all the dresses in a vault. One night of the spring collection show, the Baroness opens the vault to find that thousands of moths have hatched from the very beads that were sewn into the signature pieces that Estella made, causing everyone to panic and for the Baroness to realize that she is Corella. The audience for the spring show all run outside, where Corella is staying her own show in Regine Park, wearing a fake Dalmatian for a coat to further taunt the Baroness. When Estella arrives home, she finds Jasper and Horace tried, tied to a chair as she sees the Baroness holding a lighter who plans to kill her in a fire and have Jasper and Horace arrested for her murder. The boys are held away to be set to prison. And as Estella is trapped in the warehouse, she is saved by John and removed from the blaze. Hours later, Estella wakes up in John's home, who then reveals to her that the heroin, her, her, heirloom necklace unlocks a box containing her birth records. She learns that the Baroness is her biological mother. At her birth, the Baroness ordered John to have the infant Estella murdered so she could focus solely on her career and keep her late husband's inheritance. John instead gave the baby to Catherine, one of the Baroness's maid who raised Estelle in secret. Corella breaks Jasper and Horace out of prison and reveals the truth, rescuing them, Artie and Jean, for her final scheme. The quaint sneaks into the Baroness charity gala where Stella meets her on the cliff's balcony, revealing she is the Baroness's daughter. The Baroness 
Finch embraces the stall before pushing her over the balcony. She then realizes that her guests have been led outside by Jasper, Horace, Artie, and Sean, and witness the act. Estelle will survive with a hidden parachute, and with Estelle legally dead, adopts her Corella persona for good. The Baroness is arrested as Corella shoots up to taunt her. After this, the Baroness swears that one day she will get her revenge on Corella Deville. Before her death, Estelle passes her inheritance to Corella. Later on, Corell inherits um, Hellman Hall, renaming it Heck Hall, and moving in the rest of the clan. In a mid credit section, Corella has boxes delivered to the doorstep of Anita and Roger, the Baroness' former lawyer, containing Dalmatian puppies named Parita and Pongo. They both accept the puppies, and Roger begins writing a song about Corella on his piano. So, in Latin version, she did not kill any puppies. She used fake Dalmatian fur, which I love that. I like that one better than any other Corella. I'm against cruelty to animals, but it's a, I like that way more. I like that movie. It was good. The name Corella Deville is a pun of words Corella and Deville, an illustration that emphasizes by having her English country house nickname Heck Hall. The name Deville is a literal to Dracula. It is? Okay. Okay, Corella Deville is a fictional character in British author Dolly Smith's 1956 novel 101 Dalmatians. A pampered and glamorous London heiress and fashion designer. Corella, uh, if she doesn't scare you, no evil thing will. Later in the 1996 live action remake, on, okay, in the 1961 Disney animated movie, her voice was played by Betty Lou. Um, basic information about Corella, that's all you'll find about her. She was an interesting villain. I did not like her. Do I like Emma Stone's version of her? Yes. Do I think that movie was great? Yes, I loved it. Dude, I like the version of Descendants of her. She was more evil in Descendants than even in 101 Dalmatians. Because in Descendants, she had a kid. And she barely acknowledged the kid. She made the kid literally like clean his, clean her feet, massage her feet, uh, tell her and tell him animals are bad, um, give him bad advice. Wasn't really there for him. All the descendants' kids had kind of evil parents, so there's that version as well. And then there's this version in the book that I will be talking about next week. So you can check that out, if I finish it by then. If not, we'll talk about it in the week. But it's an interesting book. That's about as nice as I can say, because there is not... Uh, this is the kids' channel. I can't say anything rude here. But I hope you all enjoyed it, and I'm sorry I forgot to post yesterday. I had a bad day and could not mentally do it. So I did it today. I hope you all enjoyed this Cruella de Vil villain. Thanks.
Today we are talking about Evil Thing by Serena Valentine. This is a book that I'm going to be talking about on my podcast. But if you're on my YouTube channel, you get to see my Casa cosplay version of Corella. Something I just threw on to review the book with. Ah, puppies. But we'll get that part of the story soon enough. Ah, puppies. We'll get that story soon enough. You may think you know this tale. A happy young couple loyal dogs, a litter of 15 perfectly spotted puppies. If a woman determined to turn them into a perfect spotted fur coat, so determined that she stole every Dalmatian puppy in London, bringing the total of dogs to exactly 101. But who is that monster, that scene-stealer, that evil thing? Before the car crash, wait, nope, who is the woman behind it all? Before the car crash, before the dog napping, before furs became her only true love. There was another story. This is the story of Cruella de Vil in her own words. Even the cruelest villain have best friends, true love, and daring dreams. After all, nothing is as simple as black and white. The newest novel in Serena's darkest fantasy villain. So, it starts off with Cruella being a little girl. It's kind of crazy. I suppose I could start my story here in Hall, where all my marvelous plans were born from the darkness, but I'd rather start from the beginning or at least close enough to give you an idea of what makes me tick. Sure, you know the story of these puppies whose wretched Dalmatians and their insuperable owner, Roger and Anita Darling. And then I'll give you the last quote of the book because I'm not going to read you the whole book. That'd be insane. Okay. Whatever caused Corella's descent into darkness and more, I can't stand the idea of her being locked away in Heckle with her most hated childhood servant. Of course I realize the beastly woman could never be released, but does Corella really deserve to live the rest of her days locked away without a single person who loves or cares for her? Isn't that how she became the woman she is? Maybe you won't agree with me. Maybe you won't think she deserves just a bit of happiness, but I called Miss Pritchard her old governess and I told her about Corella's circumstances and she generously agreed to come help care for Corella. She arrived on my last day in Hall, and she looked exactly as Corella had described, just a little older. I could tell Miss Pritchett still loved her, even after. Everything Corella had put her through, I can tell she is 
still saw Corella as a sad, lonely little girl. And it's a part of me that does as well. In the end, everything isn't always as black and white as the markings of Dalmatian puppy, Dalmatian puppy, even for an evil thing like Corella Deville. Sincerely, Serena Valentine. So, here's my thing. It's okay. I think if the movie Corella didn't come out when it did, this would have been better. Like, for me to read it. I think this probably came up before then. Let me check. Mm, dedicated with love to my dog, Goozer. Um, copyright 2020. Designed by Alfred. Printed in the United States of America. Mm, adapted in part from the Disney film 101 Dalmatians. Copyright 1961 Disney Inc. So with the movie that just came out. It kind of contradicts a couple things, but I gotta say, I like the movie more than I like this book. Her mother is just downright rude. I won't be surprised if she's related to the evil stepmother, jeez. Which is another book of hers that we'll read. But holy cow, like, her mother was just rude, ignorant, snobby, and was like, you can't have friends who aren't royalty, my darling. You need them to have status. And it's like, really? Are you kidding me right now? It just drives me crazy. And then, of course, Corella. She goes from, like, wanting to be her mother's girl and doing everything for her poor mom. And she loves her dad, but her dad, sadly, doesn't really make it. But she inherits everything. I'm not going to spoil the whole book. But dad, really lady? And the whole obsession with the spotted coats is actually to make her mother a fur because her mother was the one who gave her her first fur and she was the one who started the whole thing with the fur. Which I think is crazy. And yes, this wig is based on the Corella movie. That I got during Halloween because it was perfect for my puppy. Um, my pirate dog Halloween costume. But it's just so weird that, like, I prefer the movie. This one just makes Corella seem crazy. Like, all of a sudden, she does a 180 into, I want to make fur goats out of dogs. In the movie, at least, she used fake fur. And I think she just thought her mother would enjoy this? Question mark. I don't know why. And her mother thought she started going crazy. Also, these jade earrings were given to her father, but they were found by a pirate and may be cursed, and I wonder if they go into Captain Hook, because she does have a Captain Hook book. Captain Hook book, but I have not been able to get my little paws on it. Corella is my least favorite villain, probably because she hurts animals. Except for the new one. The new one I like. The one that actually tries to hurt real animals, I don't like. It's not even like a good villain. It's like a I can't stand you, I detest you, go away type of villain. And then when I watched the new one, I was like, oh, okay, she has a more interesting story. This just makes her seem crazy or like crazier than 
any other version I've read. And it is so bizarre because all of a sudden she does find love and then he just, it's such a mess. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of these books or not. I really like to rag on them. But at the same time, like, they give you an idea. Like, there's a few that I got that, there's this one book that I don't think she has a backstory right now, which is Mother Gothel. I think that's her name. Uh, Rapunzel's kidnapper, who she called Mother. And I don't think she has a backstory. But I also got the one for, um, Cinderella's evil stepmom. And I want to get the other ones if I can find them. I think she has one for Captain Hook. She has, oh, I have Ursula. I know she has Ursula, Captain Hook. I got the Beast. The Beast is just a whole different story. Dang, dude. Like, no wonder why she put a curse on you. Jeez. What you did to her was just messed up. But I also, because some of them tie in together, I'm not reading them in order, which is probably weird. But I wanted to compare this Corella to the new movie. And I kind of just picked whatever one I wanted. I mean, it is interesting. I would say give it a read. If you like Corella DeVille and you want to hear a backstory, it's kind of a very interesting backstory, I guess. I mean... I prefer the movie version, like the Corella version of her backstory, but if you want to see her completely go crazy and mad and just take a 180, this book would be great. If you just love the villain of her and not like the, what's the word I'm looking for, like good, a likable vet bad villain. She's just crazy in here. And you know, I bought all of her books, I'm gonna well, not all. I'm going to buy probably all of her books and read them for y'all. But I switched books for now because I'm not reading um, a Disney one right now. I'm reading a different one. So I figured I would take a break and then read another one. And the book I'm reading right now is called We Always Lived in a Castle. It, it's... You'll get a thing. Okay, so this wig is driving me crazy. Yes, I'm taking my wig off. If you are on the podcast, you wouldn't know this, but I'm wearing a wig. Ooh. Stay wig, stay. But I'm getting a shower after this, so my hair staying in this weird bun thing is fine. But yeah. Also, you can check out my TikTok and my Instagram because I did like a little Cruella DeVille nod. And also, I will give you information about Cruella DeVille. Oh, do 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 do. And also, you could check out my kids' podcast to see more of the information. Okay, I hope you all have a wonderful day. I'm gonna probably put all the Cruella information on this one too, which will make this extra long, but I'm debating. I'm debating if I should make extra long or not. We will see. I hope y'all enjoyed. Okie dokie, artichoke. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation 
after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. I hope y'all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.